All right. Well, um, we're back. Uh, the four of you will find yourselves back in Destiny Agonor's cottage. The queen's presence vanishes from her. Her eyes reforming to their their milky white that they used to be before the queen kind of took her over. Destiny says, "Whoa, that was a trip. I'm gonna need a drink." The queen's final words echo in your minds. She says, "Good luck in there." And actually, she says, "Rick, here's a little something extra privately from the queen that I'm gonna text to him and and uh, signal." Oh shit. But uh, that's where we're at. So, uh, did did the queen with this message was that like it wasn't audible? It was like talking to my inside yeah, my head. The whole time, it's kind of been like talking to your guys' heads. Like, okay. that's, yeah. So, so we're back in. Is it Nightstone? Yeah, you're in Nightstone. Yep. Okay. And. Remind me again why that group of people left the castle to begin with. They got attacked, but by who? Do we know by who? Yeah. So when the uh, so there the they had they were in a castle that was called White Spire, and and that was so the Shadowfell and the Feywild they are like reflections of the regular material plane. So where you might have a um and the the Shadowfell is kind of like a gloomy and desolate place um and dangerous too. So where, where you might have a regular keep in the real world in the shadow film, that might be like ruins or like an evil person's castle or something. So there's like, you know, and then if they wild, it'd be something fanciful, like a tree house or something like that. Um, but when the giants came and took the nightstone, for whatever reason that they wanted it, they took it. That made it then that made the the white spire, which was like this, what the castle was named after, is like its own kind of white obelisk in the middle of the castle. That vanished, and that had been protecting the castle from the Shadowfell, which is really dangerous. So these are like normal people that were hanging out in this castle keep, kind of up in the mountains. Um, and when that white spire vanished, and the protective aura with it, like immediately. The town was like under siege by whatever nasty monsters are in the, are in the Shadowfell. And so they fled out of the sewers. The sewers led to like a river that led to the swamp. I immediately start packing a pipe of Pappy's right. secret stash. And I, I kind of like offer some papers and some tobacco to, to the other people because that, uh, that experience was uh the storytelling was a bit much and uh i feel overwhelmed from what we just got hit with um i think rick rick would like absent-mindedly uh like turn to to the tobacco so oh thanks but uh i, I don't smoke <laughs> and he just like, kind of okay. goes back to like kind of glazed I'll over i'll take this that was good yeah, that was kind of a lot, guys. Yeah, I started rolling, but I also asked Destiny, I'll, I'll have whatever you're having. <laughs> yeah, you look at the table that she did that line off of, and there's like maybe like a tiny little residue left, but she, she got most of it. Oh, I meant like the drink, because she said, whoa, I need a drink. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, she's like, what do you guys want to like go there? They want to go to the end for like it's like front street and get like bloody or something. I'm in. Yeah. I'm more of a mimosa girl. <laughs> yeah. Sure, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I'm okay. In. Cool. After I take uh, a big drag off of my pipe. Bloody sounds fine. What's a bloody? <laughs> <laughs> and Rick's just, uh, yeah, whatever Destiny wants, I'm in. Rick continues to step over Destiny. I like it. <laughs> now the map change. This is the end. Um, still kind of in the state of destruction. Not a lot of time has passed, actually, since the milestone was stolen. It's only in, in real time. It's been probably a couple weeks, I think, a few weeks. Um, so things are kind of still in disarray, but there's uh, Torum. Our boy Torum is keeping bar. Uh, Morak, the dwarf who owns this place, is absent for whatever reason. Um, and there's kind of people milling about. There's a brunch fair going that Torum's struggling to put together. Did the Dark Queen ask us to do something in that other realm? No. But, but she suggested that we would go there for some reason. At the yeah. end when she said, Pass your bag, pack your bags. What's, what's that? Didn't she say that we would pack our bags? So she suggested we would go somewhere. Uh, I don't think After she showing us that. Gave, gave you guys any direction. She said, good luck, good luck in there. She kind of assumed you would go. Um, but uh, you don't have to. So we know that if we go through this, the sewers, we could get to the swamp. So the swamp. So yeah. So it's a good question. The swamp is in. Um, hang on a second. Let me get this thing on this page too. I mean, I think if we want to go. To that realm, I think the first place to start exploring is where the Nightstone was, because that would connect us to the White Spire, and that would connect us to that world. So I would suggest that if we want to go, we'd explore that first. I assume Rick wants to go. <clears throat> uh, this is Bazell's internal dialogue now, where she thinks that Rick wants to go because he wants to figure out the Nightstone stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's about all I got. So all of us had the this vision um, of the swamp. Yeah, you all are aware. So everything we talked about over the past like three sessions, we built that that area together. You, you guys know all of it because okay. But okay. that was the queen telling you the story. Up to okay. now. Got it. Pop up to real time now. I think we should uh, go explore where the Nightstone was. I think if I can bring those people back home and uh, the Nightstone back to here, that my name will spread far and wide. I uh, I, I agree with a lot of people. 
Yeah. You could probably get a lot of people in that book of yours, right? Yeah. <laughs> the book of faces. I'll help you on that. Well, I'm very, I would be very intrigued, so I would definitely be up for going. Bazell orders a mimosa. Rick walks up to Tor and like, oh, uh, do, you, do you work here now, Tor? Tor? <laughs> yeah, uh, Mora just like left this morning. Um, he said something. He was worried about Alara. He didn't know where she went, um, so he he kind of just took off. He said that I could run the bar. Oh, um, well, I don't really drink, but um, my friend, my really nice friend, Destiny back there, uh, she mentioned something about bloodies or the bloodies. Did can you bring us a, a round? Is that what the people say? A round of that? <laughs> Sorry, I I don't do this much, but you say this. Yeah, he says to work. Um, I'll, I'll roll for his uh, the quality of his, his Bloody Marys. The, the bloody. Okay, <laughs> serviceable. You got a 13. They're like just a little extra, a little heavy on the tomato flavor. But uh, he's got like cool, like, you know, he put some sticks on there with some pickled stuff and a slice of bacon. <laughs> bacon. Yeah. The Worcestershire. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I walk back and uh, acting pretty confidently because Torum didn't really correct me. And I'm like, "All right, I got us a round of the bloodies, like you said, Destiny. Exactly what you said." <laughs> yeah. Thanks, thanks, honey. So, what are you guys gonna do? Are you guys gonna go there? Yeah, I think really dangerous. Fortune favors the bold destiny. Remember that one day you met me, and I told you that fortune favors the bold. And Vizel picks up her mimosa and pounds it, and then walks out to go explore where the nightstone was, leaving destiny her tab. <laughs> destiny takes a sip of her bloody and says uh, to the guys, "She's kind of weird." Right? Yeah, no, she. I don't. I don't know that I can really speak to this, but um, yeah, you know, not not the usual type I'm accustomed to. But she's our weird. <laughs> she's our weird. Do you think she likes me? Like, are we cool? Um, again, I don't know that I'm the best at reading scenarios, but I think she really likes you. So, you know, so Qu Quill just Quill just continues to hit his pipe really hard, <laughs> and just just when when the question is asked about like uh or when when the comment is made, she's kind of weird. I just take a really hard hit and I just sit back and I grab my drink and I. I start drinking before I exhale. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just 
I, I let it I let it out right when uh right when he says um do you think she likes me and I kind of cough laugh <laughs> like <laughs> and then I just shake my head and I I sit silently to myself I kind of grin and like hold out my hand to see if you'd pass me your pipe <laughs> and I immediately do I <laughs> I immediately do <laughs> Yeah. And then and then as I pass it I say, Well Destiny, I like you. <laughs> yeah, yeah me too. Sure. And then I take and, a big and, and then I say, I'm pretty sure that we are gonna go there. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure we're gonna go there. Um You know, there's stuff to do, it sounds like. Yeah, kind of powder king, right? Yeah. Seems well, like Destiny, that's what we do. They don't call me Danger Rick for nothing, and then I take a big swig of the mimosa, and then I'm just, oh my god, <laughs> what? what is this? Oh, that's horrible. And I just like push it to the middle, and just like, I don't want that. She says, "Danger's your first name." Uh, yeah. Danger Rick. Uh, more. <laughs> I guess more like Rick Danger. That's more Danger standard, Rick. Right? <laughs> like the Boy Scouts magazine? <laughs> I was just going to say, that's like definitely a, a Boy Scouts. Ra- Ranger, Ranger Rick? Ranger yeah, Rick. really close to Danger Ranger Rick, Rick. You, which is cool. I like it. I'll see what the Agnors think about it next time I'm on TikTok. I forgot. Fucking Doctor Rick! Oh my God! Um, what are you doing outside? Uh, I'm just uh, examining where the Nightstone was. Okay. Um, and I am looking for uh, a connection between it and the White Spire. Um, to try to see if there's a way from this world to there through that connection. Through actually. Where the nightstone once stood, that little that hole in the middle of the town square. Right, because there should be an equivalent spot, based on how I think it works. There should be an equivalent spot where the white spire once stood. Yeah, it's in the same, the same spot at a different realm. Um, and I, I guess let me see if I have like a detect magic. I don't think I took it, but let me. You guys were six, right? Yep. Anything sweet at six? I don't know. I don't even know. I got a second attack. Oh, well, that's big. That's huge. Oh, that is. <sighs> I I, uh, I got something that will help help with that too, which will be fun to do. Love it. I picked up a lot of attacks earlier. Uh, I do not have detect magic, so this would just be a straight investigate, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, give me, give me an investigation check. Your question being, is there a portal here? Is a portal, I guess. Yeah. Is that kind of question. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Fifteen. Okay. Yeah. When they made off with the nice stone. Oh wait, died. sixteen. Sixteen. Sorry. Okay. Well, that's what you do everything. 
when they made Alpha the Night Sun, they uh, the Giants, they got all of it, um, except for a few little pieces, which I believe you guys way back when collected those. That's where the obsidian came from, and your uh, crafting inventory. Um, so you don't find any any residual pieces of nightstone to really examine. You just see this hole in the ground. Um, you don't feel particularly pulled in any direction. It's just like it's gone. Does she know where the swamp would be approximately? Yeah. In this yeah. world, based on that world? Yep. Uh, so and they, I think... They, they traveled out of the sewers and headed north northwest, which is pretty much right where the RD forest is located. So then I think I think she would suggest that we take off that direction and start. Uh, there's a cave, I believe, the the spore depths. That might be a good spot. The cauldron seems like a dangerous spot to get in. Uh, but those would all be sort of places in this world, the equivalent places in this world of those spots would be places she'd want to check out to try to get herself there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, some places you've been in the Ardeep Forest, you've been in the forest itself, obviously, you've been at a, uh, like a witch's tower, like an alchemist's tower. <clears throat> that was a special episode with uh, Nate, not available. You've been to the dripping caves. Um, and then there have been some battlefields, random battlefields that you've been to. And we don't, we don't, the only other teleportation thing that we've ever encountered are those runes. We don't know anyone that would know anything about those runes that we haven't asked yet, do we? Um, I don't think you've had a person that you could really ask about that. You've, you've figured out how they work. <clears throat> and they, they're tied, they're related to a guild that Rick was familiar with because of the logo. He recognized the logo from back in his heyday in the market. Those are the things Bizelle would want to check out next. Back in the bar, um, Destiny <laughs> has an idea. She says, you know, I, I, would, I don't know if this is related, but it just made me think of uh, there have been some TikTokers that have been doing this. It's probably thing. not. <laughs> well, hang on. There have been some TikTokers doing this thing. They're calling it like the Crypt Walkers Challenge. Or the Crypt That's Walkers. so old. Oh, Bazell, you're back in the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> and it's like it's just silly thing. I don't really I don't really do the fads, but they people go to spooky places at night. And they kind of just like hang out by themselves. And they, you know, of course, it's TikTok, so they don't, they're like, you know, they're taking, I, should, I don't know if I should, I should call them videos. Sure, they're taking videos on their TikTok. And this one, one of my girls, she went to this crypt. I don't know where it was, but it was really dark in there. Um, and then she looked like she saw a ghost and she vanished. These are gone. You do you know where that crypt is, Destiny? Mm -mm. I don't. But it was just kind of spooky, so I thought maybe it was related. 
Is there a way we could watch that TikTok video? Yeah, I can pull it up. Sure. Yeah, let's check that out. You have to go back to her place, right? Because yeah. it was like the clock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys walk back. She pulls up the video. You basically just see kind of how she described it. There's just there's a lady um, kind of Destiny's age, younger, um, just like getting scared at stupid things by herself. And then it looks like she's in kind of like a mausoleum, like an enclosed above ground uh, burial place. Um, you watch, she's just kind of chatting at the camera. It's really dark in there. It's hard to see. Uh, and then she suddenly looks really spooked out by something. And you see she reaches out to touch the screen and, and she vanishes. So when she's reaching out, she's like confused at what she's seeing in the, in the reflection. And she um, did we recognize anything in the video where we're like, oh, maybe it's over here? Um, any, any recognizable landmarks during the video? I guess that, that's a perception check. Uh, 14. Okay. Um, it was a big, it was a big place. Um, there were kind of some stone pillars around and like red, I think like red, uh, floor, red marble floor, I believe. I took back my pipe and, uh, I'd like to, I think this would probably be a check by her. Do do I find her attractive? Do I find this this lady attractive that what's was close, uh close type? I I I always said that close type is like just women. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah. So I mean probably. yeah, I think I think you would. Okay. So is she is is this a halfling or a human? She's a, she's a tiefling, actually. Oh a tiefling. Okay. Yeah. All right. Rick's eyes light up. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, it's a tiefling. Tieflings generally have high charisma, right? So, uh, I mean, I you know, Rick, just the most charismatic of the bunch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested. In, okay. I uh, start to empty out my uh, pipe. The the ashes onto the into an ashtray, I'm assuming there's one. In, it looks like there's one at the middle of the table. Um, and I ready myself to to go find this tiefling in distress. Did I, am I there? Did I see the video? I'm assuming you went along. Okay. Does it look like where uh, that couple was buried in down the hall from where the fire guys were? Was that the marble floor, the red marble floor? So then Bazell says, uh, oh, I don't think that's very helpful, Destiny. Uh, maybe maybe you should watch some more, uh, some other stuff that's more helpful. I hear YouTube's really making a comeback. <laughs> What's YouTube? It's where you go get a tube. And then you play with it by yourself. 
I'm up for anything. That sounds kind of dumb, though. You just don't get it. She walks away again. Guys, I think I'm kind of hitting off of Zell. What do you think? I think so. <laughs> we're really like we're really kind of meshing on the uh, on the social media stuff. So this is good. Yeah, me me and Bazell have a very similar relationship. I feel just full of trust. Like I would trust her with anything. And then Rick walks out too. Uh, but as I walk out, I go, thanks, bye, Destiny, and I wave, and then I keep going. Nope. Okay. See ya. Um, I probably, assuming I didn't recognize uh, the graves and stuff in the video, do some kind of history, like, if I remember anything historically from my studies, yeah. About what I see in the video. Yeah, history check. I think history or arcana are both probably relevant here. Okay. Three, six, ten, sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Um, you have you have heard about this. Um, that was like, especially the, it kind of piques your memory because you saw this person doing it in real time. It looked like it looked like she found a shadow crossing, which is a one-way, a one-way trip from the material plane to the shadow fell. Okay. And basically, you need to satisfy three. Um, they're, they're they're kind of they kind of come and go. They're like they're not necessarily in one place at one time. Um, but if you satisfy three criteria, you you may you may trigger one. Uh, the first is that you need to be someplace where death lingers, whether that's like a battlefield where people died or, you know, obviously a graveyard. Um, it needs to be almost completely devoid of light because the shadow fell does not respond well to light. It's a very dark place. And you need to have a reflective surface of some kind. Could be a mirror, it could be a window, it could be like a pond. Does it have to be large, or like if you were just holding a mirror, it would suffice? Or? These TikTok things, she must have had one that was that she could carry with her. Um, Destiny is like a grandfather clock, uh, so she she had something small on her person. This this lady that vanished. A wrist grandfather clock. Yeah. <laughs> so I would, I would definitely share that with everybody. Bazell's already gone, but <laughs> if Bazell, I was just contemplating heard... and thinking about the video, and I was like, "Hey guys, if Bazell would have heard that, she would have had a suggestion for a way back out of the Shadowfell when the time comes, and that would be the lighthouse, because uh, there was a ghost there. The water would be reflective, and um, presumably the light wouldn't have been turned on." Uh, the same way the light was turned on in this world in the Shadowfell. Hmm. You're talking about coming back out? Uh, yeah, or going in, I guess. Um, 
Yeah, what, because, what Fair remembers is that Shadow Crossing is, is a one-way ticket from the Material Plane to Shadowfell. And he's not Oh, there's, but it's different to come from Shadowfell back out. It's not like the same requirements. That's Got it. Yep. It's a one-way ticket. Theron just doesn't know. Theron just what doesn't the know. Other way tickets. Terms. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are lots of ways Theron would know about spells. But there, there are high-level spells that he probably doesn't have access to yet, I don't think. Like um, Gate, I think is one, and like Plane Walking or something. Planar Shift. Whatever it's called. Spells where oh, yeah. you can actually move yourself and sometimes I think the whole party to a different plane. Any which way you want to go. And any plane. You can go to the Feywilds, you can go to like the Beastlands, the Elysium, the Ethereal plane, whatever. So I did have an option of going like briefly into an Ethereal plane, but I don't know if that would I I don't have actually have that spell anyway, but I was just curious if I did that would That sounds like blink. Yeah, that was that was it. I was just reading like spells I could have yeah, picked. That's a cool one. Um, that one, the ethereal plane is its own plane. It's different from the shadowfell and, and the material plane. It's just one of the one of them. Okay. But yeah, there are, there are much higher level spells you're aware of that you just can't use yet that you can like straight up go wherever you want, basically. Okay. Well. Um... Assuming doing the shadow crossing, I mean, do I have a good sense that she went to the swamp? I we just see her disappear. Well, she disappeared near Nightstone because because well, Fazella shared this with you guys. Um, the uh, the place that you saw this video, she was in that that uh, crypt that was attached to the dripping caves. You like you went over a chasm. And you discovered this kind of buried, lost castle behind the Dripping Caves. Is that where um, we found the iron workers or whatever? The Avengers are still there. Yeah. So we can teleport there. You can. That's right. That'd be cool. So we'd get where the crypt would have our first criteria. We'd have to do it at night. And then, do you guys have anything that would? Be a reflective surface. Bazelle for sure has a pocket mirror. She's got. <laughs> just like, there's like a zero percent chance she doesn't have. There an ask that question and looks over and sees that Bazelle's like grooming herself in her hand mirror. Yeah. <laughs> All right, check. I, I think known. we're set. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's teleport over there and wait till night, and then venture into the crypt see if we can recreate the conditions uh as i walk away i uh, give destiny five gold pieces for our for our meal oh our drinks and everything i'm Torn, very... Torn, like hey, you guys you guys eat and drink free here man that's on the house i just get really like awkward and just leave it there, and I, I leave. Okay, just leave uh, for sure. Because I, I don't really, I don't really know how money works. Like that's the other <laughs> yeah. thing is that like, I grew up in a reclusive like, 
uh, community in, in the middle of a, the woods that didn't really use money. So right. Right. I, I don't really understand how it works and I get very awkward about <laughs> paying. So I just, I like, I, th- I, I probably like extremely overpaid, but I just put, I think so. Like, yeah. I just put money down and I'm like, uh, <laughs> then I, I like think I would, uh, rush oh, out. sorry, go ahead. I just rush out and leave. I think I would probably go and get like a bottle of champagne if they said everything was on the house. <laughs> I'm just going to save this for later. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. He's sort of lies in your place. And then, all right. And then I try to do a, a toast to everybody for, for our next adventure. Sweet. Um, did we? So I have two questions or three questions before we go. Uh, Aguar Firebrand. We never found him, right? He was yeah, the blacksmith in the caves. Uh, I have written down he was a bad hombre. Uh, he left the Guild of Artisans in disgrace, and he stole as Azars. Yeah. What it, what was the Azars? They were know? Like, um, the fire guys. Yeah. He'll, if you pull the map up. Oh yeah, they yeah. Look, they look like dwarves. Okay. Uh, elemental beings. They they didn't speak any language that you guys knew. I think. They're in high-comprehend languages and was able to speak with them, but yeah, they they're stuck in there. There's some kind and of we thing. didn't we didn't free them, right? You couldn't uh, we couldn't figure it out. They yeah, like they, were trying to tell us how to free them, but we couldn't figure out how to you, do it. They told you to seek out the Guild of Artisans if if they if they wanted if you wanted to free them. I mean, if we're on our way there, we should at least. And they were super into like good armor, mm-hmm. right? So we should bring them some sweet armor. At the least, and I think more importantly, should we try to free them if we're headed back to that same cave anyway? I mean, we could go find the artisans guild. Do we have any leads on the artisans guild? I don't think you do. There have been a couple critical. They're the ones that. Along they're the, the ones with that symbol I recognized, right? Yeah. 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 But we don't know who or where they are. Mm-mm. So they're the ones that use the teleporters. They seem to be focused. I mean, it's in the name, but they they seem to be a group of people that that likes to craft things, because all of their all of these like crafting areas you've been finding have these portals in them. Where is the best armor in the city, Nightstone? Um, it kind of got picked clean when the goblins came. There's probably you can go check out the um, the general store got turned into a Trader Rose because it was trash. So that's there now. Can I ask? Um, can I ask the what's the hippie dude's name at Trader Rose? Chaz? Is that what you said? Chaz, yeah. Yeah. So I I walk up to Chaz. I'm like, Yo, Chaz, how's it hanging, bro? Oh my God! Not you guys again. God, I oh, Chaz, Chaz, I saved your job for you. I think you owe me one, you owe me one for sure. Did you swindle <laughs> him the first time? <laughs> Chaz, hey, uh, if I'm looking for some like artisan level, uh, artisan level like armor, 
um, you know, something something that's as fine as me. Where um, <laughs> where can I go to get like to talk to somebody from the artisans guild? I assume that as like a Trader O's merchant, you know where to like get the good sourced materials, right? A guy as connected as you, Chess. Come on. Make a persuasion check for me. Oh, crit 20, baby. Okay. Plus, um, persuasion is going to be really good. Times. Let me see. Six. 30. I got a fucking 30. Jesus Christ. Wow. Uh, yeah, he kind of just, he, he was rolling his eyes when you, when you said uh, something, something as fine as me. And then he just starts laughing. Um, he's like, yeah, you know, fuck it. You're all right. Uh, he, honestly, he doesn't know much. Um, he wouldn't know much, but he says that uh, he has seen that logo before on the shipments that come into Trader Ophelia's caravan. So it would seem that the Guild of Artisans may be the primary um, uh, what should I say? Uh, manufacturer for the stuff they sell at Trader Rose. But he doesn't know any contacts. He, but he doesn't know where the shipments are coming from either. <clears throat> I mean, we could go to Waterdeep. We could fucking go to Waterdeep and do it that way. But that's like, that's kind of like the shotgun approach. It's not a very precise <laughs> maneuver. I don't know. This is. I guess this has become my own personal crusade. I'll let somebody else drive for a second. <laughs> You are our leader, so we signed a waiver. We did sign it a is, contract. Yeah, but we're supposed to decide as a team, unless I disagree with you, and then I just do whatever I want. So, <laughs> I do... So, Charles, um, I had a question for you <laughs> about Lady Velrosa. You heard about Lady Velrosa? Do you know that name, Charles? Isn't she the lady that croaks here? Like, I heard. I think there's a song about her. I thought maybe in your travels, you might have heard about the song of Lady Velrosa. I, we've been. I don't know. I I'm just. Yeah, there was. I think. Torum had asked us about finding this, and I don't know anything about Lady Velrosa, but I just was wondering if if you knew. But maybe maybe you don't, and that's cool. I just thought you're more world worldly than I am. So Yeah, man, didn't lowly. I heard she was pretty chill. Um, um kind of a nice, you know, you know the nobles go. She was like one of the better ones. You know, okay. Like cool. Okay. Yeah, Thanks, Charles. Nice. All right. Thanks for using my Christian name. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> 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 There's a sign posted at Trader O's that says absolutely no haggling and like capital. <laughs> <laughs> See you soon, Charles. <laughs> I hope not. Uh.
very quickly becoming a hated band of travelers. Thorin loves you guys. He's your fanboy for sure. Thorin's a good dude. Yeah. I was a fan of Alara. Alara and I were, were chill for a moment. Uh, do we care about Alara going missing? That's the other question we should ask ourselves. I mean, I think... <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. Remind me uh, how and where she went missing. Oh, uh, you don't know really any details. She, um, no. She's just gone. Kind of, kind of passing that Morak was worried about her. She left town one day. Uh, so, so yeah, more details if you um, were to ask him. Um, just like maybe like a week ago, in real time, she packed up and <clears throat> she went on a journey. She left town. She wanted um, to go train to be an acolyte, right? That was her plan. Uh, she didn't tell him any plans. She she had asked Quill about his his monastery. If they were like welcoming to outsiders, yeah. I mean, I I'm concerned about Alara, but I don't I don't know that we have a specific like idea of where she went. Maybe we could we could guess and and try to find her. Um, <clears throat> But I feel like we could wind up chase trying to chase her down for a long time without knowing where to start. The my notes have that um, Torum had asked about this song called about the Lady Velrosa. I think you guys. And, I think you guys solved that. You solved that puzzle. Oh, we did. I that was cool. He, he had mentioned that he he whistled part of a song for you. He said he couldn't remember the rest. Of oh, it. that's right. And we finished that. That's right. My was, that's my mistake. Yeah, the letters for the notes. That's right. That okay, I'm sorry. I, that tool crafting area. Okay, that's right. I I made a mistake on that. I'm impressed you guys are remembering all these. I didn't do a. I didn't strike that through because I have like a bunch of side quests that I that I struck, but I didn't strike that one. So my, my mistake. I am in, I mean, I want Alara to be okay, but I also don't know where to start. I'm trying to find her. We could go back to my home, but that would be a big, I think, distraction. And we don't even know if she's there. So I think we should charge ahead. Maybe tell Torum that while we're gone to go try to find her. Tarm looks way nervous. <laughs> Tarm is not an adventurer. Yeah. <laughs> we learned that. Yeah. Oh, he's he, kind of into this bar stuff, man. This is good. This is good for me. <laughs> I can do this. Besides, hey, somebody. Morak's the boss, man. He, he's only had to stay. As much as it pains uh, Bazel to say this, um, Destiny could use her social media influence to uh, try to find Alara, as she has a lot of eyes and ears out there. Uh, and Bazel 
suggests to Quill that maybe he suggests that to Destiny. All right. Destiny may be, may be well situated to try to do a manhunt. I feel like this all should make a, a constitution saving throw. That's a good call. <laughs> yeah. She, she pukes for, after finishing her discussion. For like wo- wounded pride. Yeah. Twelve. Twelve? Okay. You don't yeah. puke. You almost puke, but you yeah. swallow it. <laughs> Graceful enough, I guess. I do a maybe I should do a um charisma save to see if I can I, I am I can be made to be a bitch. <laughs> I don't I don't I I would like to roll a uh, charisma against yours then. Yeah. I'd like to roll against you with charisma. Yeah. Yeah, you should. <laughs> All right. I'm in. Suck it. <laughs> I rolled pretty well. Oh, I rolled not very well. Uh-oh. Is this just a straight up a non-charisma? I think modifier. Uh, with per- probably you could you could probably use a persuasion modifier. Persuasion I, modifier? Okay. That's, that's a big careful with your words, my friend. Yeah. Eight, 18 <laughs> for me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you you succeed. All right. All right. I rolled an eight. So Plus 10. I have expertise in persuasion, and then it's a plus four, and proficiency is three, so it's six plus four plus my eight. I rolled a 16, so it was close. <laughs> I, I think I should go talk to Destiny. That's a great idea. <laughs> so I go, I go to Destiny. I'm like, hey, uh, do you want to use TikTok to maybe try to find this uh, Alara? Kind of worried about her. Oh, she, that's right. Her. She went missing. That's a bummer. Yeah, she's a nice, she's a nice lady. Uh, she's very you, nice. You see, when you when you, when you go in there, she's spent like three of that gold on more booze. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Um, she had a, she had kind of a weird out of body experience for the past like three hours of game time. So, um, yeah, she's a uh, yeah, no problem. Let you guys leave. I'll uh, I'll see what the, I'll see what the Agors know. Awesome. Thanks, Destiny. Means a lot. Are you, are you, are you going to come back again? Or are you really leaving this time? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, I think we're leaving. All right. See I, just kinda, I, I like stand there and just kind of like <laughs> look. I think I think we're leaving. Um, well, are we all back in the same room yet? No, sorry. I I was no. Well, I'm I'm about to leave, but I I'm just <laughs> kind of awkwardly like hanging and <laughs> like not ending the conversation with Destiny, and then I I do leave and I come back. Um, so Rick goes when we're all back in the group. He's like, uh, guys, I I know I'm not like the leader type. I mean, like you know. Uh, you, you, know, you know what I mean. Anyways, I'd be real interested in this white spire. Just you know, the something really tickled me about that. That's where I want to go. 
and more of this nightstone. You, I mean, you guys know the nightstone. I need to get that. I, I, I need it. And then he stops talking. If you need it, <clears throat> I'm in. Let's do it. Rick, I'll lead you there, but I need to know why I'm leading you there. Well, the the nightstone is um. Well, I mean, you 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 met my queen, kind kind of right. I uh, owe her yeah, some met, things. You could say I met her through you. That's weird. Um, I owe her things, and let's just say the nightstone's a real good starting point. And that's kind of, I kind of like look at look at Bazal if that was like enough of a of a of a description of why I need to go there. Mm. Bazel has danced around this issue many times. She'll just keep dancing, I guess. <laughs> and then Bazel takes off to the nearest teleportation thing to teleport yep. to the fucking nearest teleportation and the key, which you guys are sort of um, using as like an Airbnb right now, but um, <laughs> in the basement of the keep. That like. Taylor oh, yeah. Area with the, with the yeah, yeah. Port of the moat. Wow. Crazy. Yeah, you go back down there, nothing's really changed. It's it's peaceful down there. The water is a kind of like sea sea green light that kind of bathes the whole cave. You guys are heading so you're gonna head to the castle, the underground castle behind the dripping caves. That's the plan. Yeah, I think we gotta go. I'm in. <clears throat> Same thing, you guys hop on the four points of the portal and close your eyes and you open them to find yourself back here. Uh, so so again, you're, it's, it's kind of like a, there's torches lighting lit on the walls. Um, you see that there are like, it's like a museum. There are, as a old ballista and trebuchet set up like a, as a display. There's some some kind of dragon bones in the corner. Um, this is, you know, pretty cat. It's a pretty tall space, stone stone floors. Uh, and you're gathered around this this portal when you arrive. Um, everybody, everybody, make me a perception check. Nine for Rick. Sixteen for Quill. Four for Brazil. Seventeen for Theron. Okay. You <clears throat> faintly hear the sound of the Azer is pounding away at their anvils. 
Pounding away at what? They're anvils. They're just back there blacksmithing. Oh, got it. So you did this what they kind of have. That's what they like to do, and it's all they really can do. The way that they're stuck here. You can you can just tell them where to go. Instead of using the map, if you want. Oh yeah, I was gonna go to the room that um, we saw on TikTok. Yep, same. <laughs> Bizel stops by the Azers first and sort of nods and then leaves. Yeah, they exchange they they exchange brief words with each other and they're like sparking fire language and they kind of just nod at you and go back to their work. But yeah, this is this is the place. This is what you saw. Um, that's that red marble floor. Um, those tall pillars that go probably 50 feet up to the vaulted ceilings. Um, currently, there are some lit torches. Can I shoot one of the torches with ray of frost to see what happens? Yep. All right, uh, 20 to hit. Okay. Easily hits. Um, it just it doubles the flame. Cool. I do the rest to the other torches in the room. Rick starts just. <clears throat> so anyway, just start blasting. Yep. <laughs> Rick comes in, you're blasting. Yeah, you uh, you extinguish every source of light. There's very very faint light coming from underneath the doorway, um, from kind of the blaze of the uh, forge, but it's hard to see in here. It's very dark. Except, you know, if you have dark vision, you can kind of see, but. Uh, Vizelle takes out well. her pocket mirror and hands it to Theron and says, you need this a lot more than I do. <laughs> Burn. Uh, I just kind of groom my beard a little bit. <laughs> and. Yeah. Uh, but OK, well, it's I think it's pretty dark. What time is it right now? It's probably um, you guys didn't have to travel here. You just you just portal over, so it's like early afternoon. At this point is is it totally dark in there, or there's some more light? Basically, yeah, it's really very hard to see anything. For you, okay, you should you sleep. And do I remember if there's anything else to initiate a shadow crossing? If the three things were the darkness, the reflective surface, and the presence, the lingering presence of death. I mean, do I get the sense that the the crypt, like this place, would fulfill? You look around. There's there's a couple, uh, there's two sarcophagi there by the throne. Lay in there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll pr I'll probably like walk over there with the mirror and don't open the bottom one. Yeah, yeah we don't. <laughs> what was that, that? That was a trap that I fucked up the first time. Oh, okay. Don't don't, re you got don't stuck, re right? fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> you Thank take you. a use the mirror to take like selfies of the you and the <laughs> you and the crypt like. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I opened the one that's not a trap. <laughs> yeah, they both, both, both been opened, I believe. So the traps have already been triggered. Oh, okay. 
Um, um, so do, do I see the remains? Uh, yeah, they're still in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. When he opens the sarcophagus, I cast Minor Illusion, and I make it look like a ghost comes out. <laughs> just to oh, shit. Oh, just shit. <laughs> just, tr- just trying to scare people. <laughs> so... I'm guessing since nothing is happening that we this doesn't the sarcophagi oh, and the remains right. aren't really it's death right. lingering. What are you doing? You're, you're standing next to the sarcophagus. It's very dark in here. And what else? Yeah, I, I was just thinking that. Um, that all three of the what criteria is- would be fulfilled if I was standing next to the. Remains with the mirror. Because I'll think back to the TikTok video to try and think if there's something we're not doing that that person did before the ghost showed up. Darren, do you look in the mirror? Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'll I'll try to look at the remains through the mirror. How about that? Okay. So you're not okay. Um, I'm not sure. I, I suppose I would probably know how to how this works more, or maybe I could try to recall that because I already I already recall recalled the criteria for shadow crossing, but yes, I'm and not then, exactly. In, in the video, this lady uh, she had been looking in her recording device, so looking at herself while she was taking her video, and it looked like she saw a ghost suddenly, and then she reached out towards it. Okay. So I'll just start looking in the mirror and kind of looking around while gazing through the mirror. Yeah. Um, you're kind of squinting to see. Your, your, your eyes are starting to adjust in the darkness. And looking at the mirror, at the remains, it's creepy, but it doesn't, nothing special happens. Um, you're about to kind of hand it off, and then you catch your own reflection in the mirror, and you realize that it's not moving with you. Your reflection. Weird. It's kind of just looking you're in your reflection, it's just looking straight back in here. And there is, um, you look a little different. It's like you're, there's kind of like a mean, sharp, mean edge to your eyes, and almost like a hint of an evil smile. Mm. And it just stares at you. If I move, if I move a little bit to the right, um, are there two images of me? Just the one, and it doesn't move when you move. Okay. Looking back at you. So I try to like touch my own face. Okay. Yeah. When you reach, you feel your hands kind of pull towards the mirror, and then like uh, unbelievably it dips through like surface tension of water. So you're you're kind of holding it there. You feel like you could push through it if you wanted to. Okay, I try I try doing that. So the rest of you there and vanishes. And then oh, your shit. then your um clatters to the ground. Did it is it a did it survive the fall to the ground? Um let me should have thought of that. <laughs> That's right. Let me roll uh, I'm just gonna roll a d20. 
if I can find my thing. Oh, it's over here. Yeah, 17. Luckily, it lands on something soft, a bit of carpet underneath the sarcophagus, perhaps. Doesn't break. Um, Rick walks over to it laying on the ground and looks uh, at the mirror. Is all those at the same time? Tries to touch it. Yep. For each of you, you see like kind of a meaner, almost an evil version of yourself in the mirror. For Bizelle, instead of your winning smile, it's like a kind of like a cocky grin. Does Rick look the <laughs> same? <laughs> Bizelle's smile is cocky? <laughs> in the mirror? <laughs> Sad. Yeah. Uh, assuming you guys don't touch it, you. Um, Yep, you feel yourself pulled through this mirror. And uh, when you come to, you're just, you're, you're in a darker, you're in a, it's a dark place. Um, it's kind of uh, earthy smelling. There are some bioluminescent mushrooms on the ground around you. Um, and you kind of, everyone except Rick, because this, it's it's interesting that this is the case, but in you're in the Shadowfell, there's kind of like an over an overhanging sense of dread or anxiety that everyone just has to deal with. You just feel it, um, just because there's so much bad going on there. And but I think Rick gets off scot free with that because he doesn't he's not capable of feeling. <laughs> Rick's look. golden. Yeah, it's so all dandy. Just, yeah, the rest of you are kind of kind of spooked, I guess, and. Mm. Um, yeah, you're in this cave. Whoa, what happened, guys? That was <laughs> that was wild. I like looked at myself. I did it, and now I'm here. I feel awful. Yeah, you should. You should. I feel pretty great. You should get that checked out. Yeah, this is a bad idea. Yeah. I got a bad feeling about this. Um, what happened to our positive attitude? <laughs> Does Bazelle think that she's in spore depths? That would be a reasonable uh, assumption. Yes. You you you've seen all of these places, and it's kind of like it was like a drawing to you when she was telling the story, but. You're in, you're in a, you feel like you're in the shadow film. And um, you're in a cave with these same bioluminescent mushrooms that you remember from the story. I will say the color is kind of faded from them. They're not like super bright. This isn't like Avatar colorful mushroom forest. It's like, uh, you can tell they're supposed to be really bright, but it's something about the area you're in, the shadow film, which just kind of drains color. You all look a little bit more ashen gray. It's just less color. Brazil's hair isn't quite as as orange, orangish red as it usually is. Clarence's beard is still white. Mm. I'm gonna try to pick some of the mushrooms. Okay, sure. Do we do we know what the mushrooms do and are? Didn't we discuss this during the? They were food, right? 
they are used as a, yep, a source of food for the survivors in the swamp. Um, I think it was mentioned at some point that um, they are not, you know, they, they, they have other effects too, not necessarily just food. Oh, nine. Are you, what are you doing? Are you investigating them? Uh, yeah, so that would probably be um, a, well, I guess I, I, yeah, probably would be a, probably do a nature check on it. Which would okay. be so a ten. A ten. Yep. Um, sorry, I'm trying to. I I meant to look something up here, so I had this ready, but I forgot. Uh, they with a ten, they're. Um, you notice that there there are distinct colors. They're pretty much all colors of the rainbow. Um, there are also Sorry. some that are black, white, and gray. So um, there's about ten, di ten different colors of them, and some some of them are kind of like fuzzy. Some are kind of slick. Okay, I'm gonna try to try to harvest them, like some. Sure. Yeah, I think you can just you can just pick them up. Okay, I'm picking some. Picking some up. You try to get one of every color, or what's what's your tack here? Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah. Every color of the rainbow. Mushroom. Plus black, white, and gray. Yeah. A bouquet of mushrooms. Looking around this cave, there's um, yeah, the villagers. This there's evidence of the collapse because at one point <coughs> had it suffered an earthquake and collapsed, um, and then there were efforts to reopen it because they wanted to be able to get at their mushrooms. Um, so you see that there's kind of a secondary effort to open some new tunnels. Um, yeah, but it leads out. Uh, it leads out to the um, what looks like night sky, and there's like a pretty dense fog out there that's rolling into the mouth of the cave. But otherwise, in here it feels warmer and kind of damp and earthy. How far away is Denny's? <laughs> so looking at the map. Great question. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna so I'm gonna lay it lay down some ground rules for the Shadowfell. So this is an extremely dangerous and very like wild and untamed place, except for where the settlers have managed to carve out a living. So traveling <laughs> between places, <coughs> um, you will have a random encounter. It might it not necessarily as combat. It might be combat. 
Um, it could be good or bad. Um, you'll roll a d20 for that, one of you will, to see what to see what you run into out in the wild uh, as you go from a place to another place. If you stay on a road, because there are some roads on the map, um, you'll just you'll you won't necessarily have an encounter. You still have to roll for that because the roads are a little you know a little bit more carved out. But it'd be a decent track from here. It's easy enough to walk. <clears throat> you have to off-road it um, to the northeast. Because Denny's is, is a B&B &B too, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just a trading post. Yeah. It should be, it should be having its grand opening like right now. <laughs> Because that almost finished before the end of the game. Yeah, we're also, it looks like we are close to the trader's rest. Is that where, the, is that where an obelisk is? Is that what that, yeah, I don't remember. Um, I love that Rick, Rick is asking about an obelisk again. They are, um, that was erected by the, by, I think both camps actually kind of got together to memorialize that's right. That were killed. Yeah. Well, I'm up for exploring anywhere. If you want to start closer or go all the way to Denny's. Denny's does have the deck of many things. I say out of character because I don't think Rick would know that, but that's uh, always interesting. You all, yeah, you all know that, right? That that came out during the story, so. All right. I think he had trouble getting people to pull on it because they had enough problems. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he, that's why he uh, branched out into the scotch and breakfast business. What what is the deck of all things again? It's a magical item that's um, you. If he lets you, you have to teach him a riddle he has never heard before. Remember, that's part of this thing. Um, but you can pull from the deck. You just pull. You, you say how many cards you want to pull ahead of time, and then you have to pull that many cards. It has to be in that order, too. Yep, and things will happen. They can be, like, really good. Good or bad. Or really bad. They're, they're all pretty life-changing. Wow. Some of them as minute as your character shrinks a little bit, like, permanently. Um, you yeah. age to many bad things. So this is a recurrent thing in D&D. It's, in, a, it's like so a well-known magical item. In yeah. oh, okay. canon, okay. it is supposedly in every campaign, just whether you get it or not. Uh, oh, okay. Up to the DM. I am kind of having to put it in there, because it can just totally... But I, I think it's cool. It can, just totally it can ruin it. everything. Yeah. And yeah. it can also blow, like, it can also make us very strong and ruin it from the DM's perspective, too. I, I, I don't mind you guys getting stronger. That's, that's yeah. cool. That's cool with me. There's How many card. cards are there? Are there 52? No, there's like 20. No. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, there's, there's one that's like, you know, you're, you vanish and you're still We have to find you. A, a portal. Somewhere, or like a gemstone or something somewhere. It's, you so, just, drawing. You, you probably have to roll the carries for a while, at least. So, like, <laughs> drawing, 
saying you're going to draw 27 cards probably isn't a good idea. Yeah, don't do no, that. Don't okay. do that. All right. Because <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll get every card, and it goes in order, so you won't get to all of the cards, likely. I'll vanish before I get to... Yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds interesting. Well, since I heard about Denny, I have wanted to meet him. Let's so. uh, let's go meet Denny. Let's go, go meet, Denny. meet Denny. That, that man owes me a favor. I <laughs> I created him. <laughs> I I know I created him, right? Like we we learned that, correct? Huh? Like uh, Rick yeah. himself knows he yeah. created Denny, right? He did. He created Denny. Yeah. Like, cool. Like totally wasting another goblin. And yeah. <laughs> you, you created him. I'll just tell you the mechanic because it's not that interesting. Um, you just whenever you whenever you overkill something by three times your level is what I decided. Okay. So like if, if uh, it only happened when I critted them basically because it took a lot of damage. I think I think one of them wasn't a crit. The goblin just had like one hit point left, and you were like level two, and you just you for damage to it, so that that's more than six, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you guys, you guys are planning on Let's head to Denny's. You're gonna you're gonna off road it if you do that. Yep, we're aware of dying potential now. <laughs> I assume Nestor's post would be like a halfway point. That would be pretty safe. Most of yeah, the like that's where the trainers lived, right? That is where the um, the elderly hawk uh, trainers have kind of made a little a little outpost there. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and if they've been able to survive, come on. Yeah, we'll head to Nestor's post and then Denny's. Back in the okay. So I'm gonna need an encounter roll since you're off-roading it from anybody. Just a, a D20. Rolling low is bad. All right, I'll roll it. It's rolling it. I just okay. got a. Oh. oh, I just rolled one. <laughs> Take what you uh, want. I I got a four. Yeah. I got a nat twenty, but <laughs> I don't know. We said that Rick was gonna roll it, so I don't know if it counts. Yeah. Um cool. Hang on a second. I just ruined a nat twenty. No. <laughs> you only get so many of those. I got a whole I got yeah, I know. As you are walking, so you you um you you're walking through really dense fog. This fog is like oppressively dense. Like it's almost it's almost a little hard to breathe. Um, it's definitely hard to see. But uh, you can kind of make your way past by a couple of those cypress trees, the ones that haven't been picked clean. Um, lots of like really tall mushrooms, which is interesting, like tree-sized mushrooms. Um, and before you get to the nester's post, uh, you hear um, a snapping of twigs and a growling sound. Um, and everyone, go ahead and roll initiative. Oh, I got plus two initiative. What? And that didn't help. A five for Rick. 
Nine for Theron. Fifteen for Quill. Sixteen for Bazell. All right, I won't go like all out all. You guys got this swamp map here? Yep. All right. So how are you um how are you walking? What's your what's your like marching order? What's our what? Your your marching order? Oh. I would think I would probably be leading the way okay. with the uh Bazel keeps trying to sneak in front of him. <laughs> I would have my pull of collapsing extended and be like knocking brush out of the way. Yeah, it'd be extended and I'd be like kind of making sure that we were. I would be at the end because I keep getting distracted by examining things along the way. Bruh, is that a dragon on this fucking screen I see here? <laughs> Told you this place is bad news, man. Oh jeez. There's I, a <laughs> oh, I'm God. not I'm not ready for a dragon. Ah. I think a, maybe? maybe a wizard is always ready for a dragon, I don't know. The scale is kind of wonky. Um let me see. Yeah, we're just gonna have to wing it with the uh, distances because you're you're not. It's saying that you're 150 feet away from them. You're not. You're not. Um, we'll say you're probably like 40 or 50 feet away. So as you're walking through uh, the swamp, um, kind of, you know, poking your way through felled trees and uh, nasty brackish water, um, this fog makes it really hard to see anything. But you hear the sound and you look. Look in that direction. You see two like huge dark yellow eyes open up and look towards you, and then kind of like a puff of uh, like a loud breath um, that clears out almost all the fog around you. It's a really powerful snort, uh, and yeah, it's a a uh, <laughs> dragon. Oh shit! Which <laughs> is sleeping in this area, um, kind of looks at you and starts to starts to stand up. Um, and lets out a huge like guttural roar, which clears out most of the fog that that's left. Um, the dragon's like it's like made of. It's like uh, it's like it's rotting somewhat. Like there's mushrooms growing on and like through its its carapace. Um, and it's just like kind of weeping like poisonous bile from these mushrooms. Um, and yeah, the roll initiative. Uh, you got a seven plus. Okay, so first up is actually Brazil. Uh, Brazil.
yeah, this one was kind of a rough roll on my encounter table <laughs> to get rid of it. <laughs> I mean, you're fully rested, right? It should be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so Bazelle stands up to her full height uh, and kind of assess the situation and uh, tilts her head to the side. Uh, and you see her skin start to glow and, and that ashen hue of the, the Feywild or the Shadowfell momentarily disappear. Uh, and she grants you all uh, eight uh, temporary hit points, uh, yeah. including herself. And then she... is going to um, <coughs> uh, cast aid. Uh, and she can cast it on all three of you. Uh, and so your maximum hit points and current hit points both increase by another five. Nice. So you guys will have, each will have five temp hit points. And you also have five other hit points that also increased. Oh, it's eight temp, eight temp. Oh, eight temp hit points it is. Yeah, sorry. Okay. It used to be five with the other one. Uh, and I think that that's all she's going to do. So plus five current hit points and then plus eight temporary? Yep. So you should have 13 extra, five of which are like more permanent than the temp ones because they'll last until that spell ends, right? Mm -hmm. Cool. Nice. It's a good turn. Are you going to move it all? How long does the spell last? Yes. Uh, spell lasts like an hour, so so until we die. Oh, okay. Well, uh, that's is great. Uh, is position herself actually over here or here. Okay. Uh, well, cool up. All right. Um, I'm going to. Uh, so I can't really see how far away I am. I'm saying it's about 40 feet. About 40 feet to yep. the guy? Yep. Okay. Um, then I'm going to go to 35 feet. I'm going to use my spear. Okay. Let me go to attack, yep. Um, but yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna do that. I don't fucking care. Let's go. Do it, man. Help me. Oh, like God. Um. 
So this is a thirteen. Okay, so thirteen, your spear collides with him, but you, you you don't you don't catch any flesh. You just like get you get a bit of mushroom. Yeah, you just whack off. Okay. Um. And I get to do a second attack. I attack twice instead of once, so I'm going to attack again. All right, so this is a um, 16. Again, I miss. Yep. Okay. Yep. That time you just get a piece of like hard dragon scale. Okay. Uh, spear. All right. All right. Uh, cool. <laughs> that, cool. That, that, that's, that's your turn, I assume? That's my turn. Yeah. Um, Did it. Did dragon it. is up. He is going to flap his wings, which just sounds like swamp water everywhere and like mushroom spores and nasty shit. Uh, he takes off. Uh, if you want, you, you have no way. You want to use it, Quill? Uh, he takes off. Uh, I can. He's going to fly towards the other three. Okay, I'm going to use your reaction to, mm -hmm. uh, I guess, attack him. Yeah, since no he's way. within my so opportunity attack. Do it. Oh my god, dude. Brutal. I'm not gonna hit him. Uh this is the Yeah, that's a thirteen. Okay. Yeah, despite or, uh, twelve to hit. Twelve to hit. So yeah. Okay. Despite his kind of decrepit looking appearance, he is shockingly fast as he takes off. Um takes to the skies and flies towards the tree that log. There's a big Fell tree behind Theron and Rick, and he crashes on that, and it just sounds like splinters everywhere. Uh, and exhales a um, just like bile, just like a huge wave of poisonous bile towards. He can get Rick and Theron with this, so that's what he's going to try to do. So you guys are both making a dex save. I'm not super dexterous. Uh, 14 to save. Ooh, that doesn't. Okay. Um, deck save. <laughs> All right. Sixteen. Nice. Okay, you guys both managed to duck, or get behind, get partial cover behind the big mushroom or a tree stump. So you're gonna take half the damage. Um. 11 v 8 so hang on a second. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, one one second. Yes. Remind me how can I call like reaction shield right now? It wouldn't apply here because you're not being attacked, you're, you're making a save. Okay. Uh, okay. Yep. But in general for reactions like do I have to say anything before them or is it just one reaction in between? 
you or rotation. Full round of combat. Right, right. So I can just use it whenever. You can do whatever. Okay. Like okay. The trigger comes off. Usually there's some kind of trigger. Like you get attacks and you can do shield. Right. Like, like but this isn't this isn't things. considered an attack, so it can... yeah, he's just this is his breath weapon, um, which he doesn't get back right away. He has to recharge it. It would have been fifty acid poison damage, uh, so it's twenty five for both of you because he saved. Wow, that's good because I would have died. <laughs> uh, I would have squeaked by with only because of the bard. Okay. They're in okay, so minus 25. Yep. Dragon Breath, they have to recharge. At the start of his turn, I'm going to roll a d6. If he gets a 5 or a 6, he gets it back. S sorry, can you say that again? Oh, just mechanically, the Dragon Breath recharge. He has, like, what is that, a one-third chance every turn of getting it back? Oh, uh, okay. It's just a roll, roll of the dice. Got it. All right, and you said it's my turn? Yep. Okay, so, man. What to do? I'm gonna try this one. I'm just reading the spell, sorry. That's right. Glad you both saved. That was a clutch save. Yeah. I think for... Uh, can't, Quell, don't, don't you, like, take no damage if you save? Um, or is that a rogue thing? It might be a rogue thing. I don't know. I don't think I do. Do I get the sense that Quill can, <laughs> if the dragon stays there, Quill can get there on a turn? Um, probably not. Okay. Uh, you get that sense. Oh, I okay. Sense. <laughs> I think you get that right. sense that you that he could probably get there. <laughs> yeah. How how far how far is it? <laughs> Say it's like seventy feet. Seventy feet. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I'll I'll cast haste on Quill. He's not. He's got it. I'm gonna cast haste on Quill. Oh, that's such a good spell, man. If Quill is willing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm super willing. Okay. So willing. The mind is willing, but the flesh is weak. And... <laughs> the flesh is weak. <laughs> weak and bruised, isn't it? Yes, weak and bruised. Thank you. It's like, or, uh, the flesh is willing, but <laughs> okay. That's, that's um, from Futurama, right? Snoo yeah. Snoo. <laughs> yeah. Death by Snoo Snoo. <laughs> All right, so your speed is doubled. You get a plus two bonus to AC. You have advantage on dexterity saving throws. 
Uh, you get an additional action on each turn. That action can be used only to take attack. One weapon attack only dash, disengage, hide, or use an wow. object. When the right. spell ends, the target can't move. That's the only crappy part. When the spell ends, the target can't move or take actions until its next turn as a wave of lethargy sweeps over it. Um, the duration is one minute, yeah. which isn't very long either. But ten. Ten That's like ten rounds. That's like oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's longer than I thought it would. All right. This is one action. And how do I tell if it's concentration? I didn't see that on the card. I have like a little C next to the spell. It's not. It's not. Okay. Uh, no, duration is concentration. Up to up to a minute. Yeah. Oh, there is a C. Oh, there's the C. Okay. Yeah. So it's a con concentration spell. This means you gotta. You can only do one concentration spell at, at a time, and if you take damage, you might you might lose focus. But we'll see what happens. Okay. Okay. I'm a warcaster, so I actually get advantage. Oh, that's sweet. On nice. the concentration that's really good. save. Yeah, I had that on my cleric. That's really that's really good. So are you gonna move at all or is that uh I'd probably back away. Well, I don't know. I don't even know where to go. He's just gonna fly somewhere. Can I move? <laughs> Am I? Is this, nice, yes. <laughs> is there difficult terrain in, on this area? Like, if I go through the water or anything? I think it's or, it's like or, no, it's not that bad. Okay. It's like, you splash them on that, like up to your your feet. I'm just gonna go over here for some reason. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Rick. All right, I'm gonna cast as a third level spell a uh, suggestion. Okay. Um, so the dragon has to make a wisdom saving throw. I'm assuming I'm within 30 feet, right? You are. Definitely. Yeah, I, I figured because it was not proportionally correct and he flew closer to me. So wisdom save. He has plus zero to wisdom. I'll roll that d20 in front of you guys. Got an eight? You failed? Yes. All right. On a successful uh, meaning doesn't pass, the uh, creature uh, must listen to my suggestion, and, and it has to be reasonable, so I can't tell it to like immolate itself, for example. Um, and it can only be like a sentence or two. So I'm going to tell it to fly us to Denny's and then let us be. Whoa. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Fucking right. <laughs> let, me just, uh, let me make sure he's. Um. Yeah. So let's make sure that this works on him because I that's something I I don't know. Yeah. Um. I think it's going to, but it's. He's, he's uh, only so it says it. It says creatures that can't be charmed. Um. It will have no effect on, or if they're immune to this effect for some other reason. So the question I think is, can a dragon be charmed? And I think they can. Sure. I don't know. He is a young. I'm using a stat block. He's for a young black dragon. So he's not like he's not like an adult or an ancient dragon. So they're probably immune to it. I would guess. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. 
uh, cool. He <laughs> combat ends, and um, he kind of just like goes up to each of you one by one. Oh yeah, it says the creatures know. Uh, apparently, it speaks common as well. It does. I, I just, I yeah. So it understood me. Yeah. Well, I guess he speaks common. He's like, "Oh, you guys want to go to the grand opening?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're trying to get ourselves some grand slams over at Denny's. Oh man, <laughs> you want us to hook you up with some? He says, "Fuck yeah, that sounds awesome. Let's go." <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, He's like covered in nasty, gross uh, fungus and shit. I'm um, also like nearly dead while talking to him. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't believe suggestion worked. Oh my god! <laughs> I want to say this is my first of all. This is a really cool thing, so I just kind of want it to happen. <laughs> but second of all, I, I don't see a reason why it shouldn't work, which is kind of surprising me. But. Maybe I'll find something out after the game, but I don't care. This is awesome. Yeah, so you guys hop on? Hell yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Vizel's not excited about it, but Nate Jung is excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I jump on this dragon's back. Theron's yeah. stoked. Cool. Yeah. He's, this he's is kind like... of tough to find a foothold. He's not the biggest dragon in the world. He's a young dragon. Um, but uh, you managed to hold on to some, some scales that aren't peeling off or rotted with fungus. Um, and he flies you over. So I guess you you get kind of a bird's eye view. Um, you soar over the nest, nester's post. Uh, when that happens, the the birds all sort of, um, they're almost his size, not quite. They're pretty big. Um, they all kind of like scatter, take to the skies. Scramble the jets. Yeah, they scramble, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, but he's flying high enough. They they leave. They you know there's no there's no skirmish there. Uh, yeah, and you come to a crashing uh, crash landing. Basically, he's probably never had people ride him before, so he just kind of lands like an only lands um, on the little islands that Denise is on. <clears throat> um, yeah, your instruction was to fly you there. And, and then, then leave us alone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So you can go, uh, you can go yeah. about his about his uh, merry weather way. Yeah. Uh, yeah like, Bizel gets off and starts walking towards the front of Desi Denny's and gives the dragon like a little hand wave <laughs> and just doesn't look back. Just assumes that the dragon will fly away. Yep. People are people are like. Hold up inside Denny's, like, like freaking out right now. Dragon <laughs> 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 shows up and drops the guys off. Oh, uh, yeah. what a what a grand entrance! Yeah, he's like, uh, all right, sweet guys, see you later. And he just flies off. He's gone. Um, yeah. So you see, um, it, there's a kind of a hastily painted sign that says "Grand Opening" over Denny's. It's like a really cheesy building. Um, that's totally out of place in this in this environment. Um, there are uh, palm trees um, that look really unhealthy, like they're not doing well at all. <laughs> uh, this is like a sunless swamp, um, but clearly the owner was going for a certain aesthetic. <clears throat> uh, 
Was it so Nolan's outside right now? You said they're all inside Denny's. They all like packed up in the they packed into the restaurant when they saw the dragon coming. I guess I also sort of taking the lead of Bazell um, and kind of start walking towards Denny's as if I own the place, kind of, kind of like a badass. I feel pretty cool right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bazell walks in and starts trying to see who is there. Like she starts trying to clock who the patrons are. Yeah. So this would be your first time meeting anyone as part of this community. Um, you kind of glance around. They, they look kind of shook at what just happened. Uh, but but relieved, relieved, certainly, that the dragon flew away right away. And um, they're kind of just eyeing you, like, who are these people who just went on, on this dragon, Fungoxus, that we're all, like, aware of. Like, they, they know they know this thing exists in the swamp. Um, and they look maybe a little malnourished, um, kind of gaunt. Uh, but uh, you see a... Uh, um, a purple-skinned goblin pokes his head up from behind the bar, and he's like, "Hey, what's going on? Did, did, is it gone? Did it leave?" And oh, I, what? I'm, hey, Daddy, you you know me, right? Right? Mm, no, but I, I, mean, no, I, never, I never met a tiefling I didn't like. The name's Denny. Daddy, I I made you, my man. I made you. Me. <laughs> Anyways, he looks deeply confused by the statement. As far as Anyways, knows, sorry, sorry confused. about the dragon. Uh, he he was listening to me. He we rode uh, we rode him here. We we heard about the grand opening. We had to come. Yeah, you certainly know how to make an entrance. For fuck's sake. Well, they don't oh, call me Rick Danger for nothing. Did he do this to the palm trees? He goes outside and tries to save the palm trees. I should have gotten fake ones. This is stupid. <laughs> uh, so so how's how's the opening weekend going? Well, it's going great uh, until a few minutes ago. But uh, hey, everyone, let's just uh, let's just resume. He kind of gets people going again. Um, he's got a couple like staff hands that will uh, uh, start serving some drinks, and um, he's got his own uh, scotch, a homebrew scotch. <laughs> that he's <laughs> that he's put together in one year somehow. Uh, <laughs> and, um, yeah, he's handing it out. People are happy to have something like that because there's just not a lot of fun stuff anymore for these people. Does so, anyone in the crowd look important? Because I would like to do a perception check, I guess, or yeah, I guess well, an investigation, whatever you think is more appropriate. Um, perception's fine. Okay. Is Bazell good at this? <laughs> in some additional way? What, do you, what? Are you asking me if you're proficient in, in this? Well, it's a question I think Bazell would probably have asked herself many times. Uh, 12. Okay. Uh, just, there's a group of, there's a group of people that are kind of wearing similar clothes that stand out that are clustered in one, one booth. How many people are there in the bar, and how many people in that cluster? There are. It's not super packed. There's probably 
Let's, I'll say about 20 people made it from mostly from the main town would have came to this. And then this smaller group of people at a booth, they're all kind of just watching, they're not drinking, they're just like watching everybody. There's, let's say there's about six of them. They were in kind of plain rooms, but it's just all the rooms are the same. So Vizelle walks to the middle and uh, using her grand entrance is going to start playing her bass part. Uh, and <laughs> does a performance for the bar. Sweet. Um, do you want me to roll anything? Oh. Yeah, for sure. Okay. <clears throat> 14. Okay. Um, yeah, these people haven't heard music in a pretty long time. Um, it's uh, they liven up. You don't like bring the house down, but people kind of start chatting amongst themselves a little more and the mood is lighter. Okay. Uh, so that was my enthralling. I ain't paying for that. I didn't. I, I didn't ask yeah. for that. So that was my. Vizel uh, just turns to him and says, "Oh, you'll pay for it. It's okay. This is her enthralling performance." Uh, and so uh, she can get up to four people uh, that have to make a wisdom save against my spell save. So three of the people at the booth all wearing the same clothes, and the goblin need to make spell saves. Okay. Is this like a hostile thing? Are they, are they going to be freaked out by you doing this? or? Uh, no. So if they succeed, then they don't know that I tried to uh, enthrall them. But if they fail, then they are enthralled. Cool. I like that. All right. So yeah. what kind of save are they making? Wisdom. OK. Then he's got some street smarts to him. So he's got a plus three to wisdom. We'll do him first. Uh, he got a 19. I think he's, that's going to pass. Okay. He just says, that's some, that's some really nice music. And then the other three, I'm going to say a plus zero, 12, 13, and 15. Uh, fail, fail, pass. OK. So two members so, of the parish seated at this at this. Booth. So I, I have it written down that they idolize me. I can't imagine that that's actually what the verbiage is in the actual spell. Let me see what the actual verbiage is. That's what I have written story. down. Yeah, <laughs> that just might be. <laughs> A bazelle focused summary of why we would use the spell. No, uh, while charmed in this way, the, the target idolizes you. Oh, all right. Speaks glowingly of you to anyone who speaks to it. Uh, and it hinders anyone who opposes me. Uh, it avoids violence unless it is inclined to fight for me anyway. Uh, effect ends in an hour. Um, if it sees me attack one of its allies or if it gets attacked, uh, then 
they know. Okay. Um, so so basically, those two are charmed by me, and it then they idolize me. Yeah. Uh, two of the pairs run. They like are like chatting with each other, excited after you play the bass. Um, they're kind of pointing at the instrument, and uh, the younger of those two comes like running over. She's she's pretty small. Um, she looks like she's a human. She's got really short cut blonde hair, uh, and she's probably like barely five feet tall. Um, looks very excited. Uh, comes over and just like says, "I've never heard. I've never heard anything like that. Like, what is that instrument?" Oh, it's it's a bass harp. Uh, how how are you guys doing? Oh, Have you met my oh, friends yet? And low volume. I love <laughs> it. Uh, and she just sort of uh, Vazelle introduces the rest of her party to the duo, and just asks, "What are you uh, What are you guys doing up here at Denny's for the the opening?" Yeah. Well, my name first of all, my name's Nib. And uh, I'm the youngest of the parish. Um, and I'm really excited that we decided to come out here. You know, don't, you know, don't tell anyone I said this, but some of the other folks in the parish were about to leave the whole area behind. And we kind of convinced them to, you know, it's our mission to, to document history and um, just kind of know what's happening. And so we stayed put. We're here at Denny's because it's kind of a neutral ground. Uh, I don't know how much you know. You guys are new. I don't recognize you. Yeah, Nib, uh, we are a little new. Uh, I was going to ask you uh, to maybe give me a summary of that history that you've been keeping so diligently. Um, and if you can multitask, if you could just put your name right here, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, she uh, happily scribbles. Actually, it's really nice. It's very like pretty calligraphy when she writes your name in your, in your book of faces. Um, oh, and, and you too? And she hands it to the other. Mm -hmm. uh, he didn't come over, but oh, he didn't come over. Oh, but he's he, John. He's excited, okay, he's excitedly watching you guys talk. All right, place. perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of history. Like, what do you want to know? Uh, well, uh, you know, is anyone trying to move back to the to the White Spire? I guess would be the first question I'd ask. I have not heard anyone say as much. That place, uh, you know, we came upon these survivors after they left. From what they tell me, it sounds like it's pretty much crawling with monsters at this point. And and where is that spire? Is there a way to get those monsters out, Ned? I mean, you could try by force. That's, that's pretty much how I would imagine that would go down. What do you think it would take? Uh, an army? Again, I didn't see it. I just heard about it. A lot of people died. Uh, Nib, what about the, the more recent events? Uh, it seems like there's kind of, you know, I've heard, even I've heard about the, some of the, the disagreements between the peoples. Uh, what um hopefully that's settled down by now, right? Oh no, I wouldn't say so. Um 
part of the reason why we in the parish came out here to Denny's was to sort of maintain a neutral uh, appearance um, because we don't want to be involved in this. Uh, but yeah, there are certainly two major camps. Um, I would tell you the folks over at Whitehaven, that's the larger city in the middle of the, um, closer to the volcano. Um, I don't know if you saw that when you were flying here. Um, they seem content to, um, they're a little more laid back. They're surviving, and I think that they want to make a permanent residence out of it. I would say that the Kugarak Enclave, that's the other camp, um, they, I think they have sites, they have their sites set on White Spire at some point. They want to go back to where they came from. So the Cougar Rock Enclave would try to would try to go back. I bet they would. Yeah. But not but right now. I mean, how do would you they think, do that? Do you think they'd need help from Whitehaven to amass the force necessary to kick the beasts out? They would need that and much more. Other than you, who's trying to stay neutral, is is anyone else trying to stay neutral, or is everyone else pretty much picked a couple other parties uh, that I'm aware of? This is a really good person for you to ask. <laughs> you're literally hacking into history of this place. Uh, yeah, you know, there's um, there's kind of like a vagabond group of uh, of evil hunters. They're not evil; they hunt evil. Uh, they are, um, you know, they they're sort of part of a pack. If you if you catch my drift, um, they came about after that after that white wolf sort of made his presence known. So they're they're on about. Did she just imply that there are werewolves running around? Because that's fucking awesome. Okay, sweet. <laughs> uh... Good, good guys too. It sounds like they, they are their hunts, their prey is the evil in the swamp. Okay. Um, and there's us and there's Denny. That's pretty much yeah. Nobody else that might be willing to take back White Spire with us. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think it's kind of a long term goal. For the Cougars, but that's my guess. That's what I think. That's what they're angling towards. Who are the leaders of Whitehaven and Cougar Rock? The Whitehaven folks kind of have an kind of have an interesting. They have this. This is gonna sound crazy, but they have something called a Swampathon that <laughs> happens every six months, and the the fifteen best competitors of that sort of run the. Uh, you know, they form a council and they make decisions for the, for the city. And Cougar Rock? Cougar Rock, um, there's one. Um, you're going to have a hard time meeting with them. They're a little bit more reclusive these days. But there is one uh, young woman who calls herself Eliana Stormsong, who is who is kind of kind of taken over the reins for them. What is this Miss Stormstrong like? He is fierce. Very focused. Doesn't like to bother much with things like the Swampathon. But she's 
focused on taking back White Spire. That's my guess. Again, I, I haven't heard anybody say that. Would you like to play? Would you like to? Would you like to play my bass harp for a moment? I need to. Uh... I would love that. Oh, here you go. And yeah. she hands her the bass harp and turns around to talk to her, the rest of her Bazel's gals. She she plucks away at it, and I guess I'll have her do a performance check. God, if she fucking crits and plays better than Bazel, it'd be it's so good. Uh, she got 15. Okay. So it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Doing good. She plays that like opening riff from Seven Nation Army. <laughs> uh, so Vizel starts talking to the the gals, uh, and she has formulated half of a plan that she would like to relate to the gals. Uh, so Bazell thinks that what it's going to take to get these people back home and make uh, the biggest name for herself and to get more access to the White Spire, which I think is Rick's goal as well, um, is going to be to uh, unite the two factions into a common goal. Uh, I think we're also going to need help from the uh, werewolves and potentially the Grung, uh, maybe. Um, I think the way to do that is to convince uh, Storm Song that um, by uniting it will accomplish her goal faster. Um, I think that it's important that we remain neutral as a party, so I would first talk to the uh werewolves as best we can uh so that we're not uh fighting an uphill social battle with the other of the two factions um because so far we've lucked into remaining neutral um and then i think we're gonna have to win the swampathon to get enough political sway to move Whitehaven in that direction as well. Sounds, sounds like a smart plan. Does anyone have any additional thoughts? Does anybody think that that's, is there a better way to do it? I mean, a fast way to do it could be getting lucky with the deck of many things and getting the wish spell. But, uh, you know, other than, than that, I don't, I don't think so. <clears throat> that would work perfectly. You just say, I wish all these people would work together. Yeah. Is Casey still here? No, he messaged us. Oh. Um, he said he's not feeling well and wanted to call it for the night. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It wasn't that long ago. Oh. And I was waiting for, like, a, you know, a stop in combo, but it was good source material. Well, 
was. We had to keep on going. Yeah. Um, yeah, I we're at a decent natural stopping point here if people need to think about calling it soon. So 